0: Ain't That Swell presents Cool Horts. Mega, welcome to Ain't That Swell, brother.
1: Thank you for having me. No, my pleasure, <laughs>
0: my pleasure. I was uh, reading an interview with Jerry Lopez the other day, just randomly. I looked down at this magazine, Barley Belly, and there was just this one quote, and it's Jerry yeah. was explaining that uh, Samadhi. Means yeah. enlightened
1: consciousness. The um, English translation—it's a lot of meaning actually. Like yeah, enlightened consciousness, just being like be present, mm. and then um, just like a blissful to you know just right. Yeah, it's interesting. It's a neutral, a neutral, right. a neutral term awareness. Awareness, yeah. Interesting because
0: yeah. the the literal translation I guess uh, means like it, mega enlightened consciousness that's what your name would yeah (laughs) (laughs) i know it's yeah that's pretty good name oh it's the the best i love it pretty good name. i I love it man and i found out today your your brother is named yoga yeah yoga enlightened consciousness
1: yeah i mean actually my real name is yoga too true yeah yoga smadi but then uh, my nickname just mega interesting man. yeah it's weird that actually um Mega mean cloudy in Indo. That's why my 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 parent actually um, changed the name after I born.
0: Right. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Interesting.
1: So yeah.
0: Yeah, and uh, I'm, my name is actually uh, Jed Om. Like uh, has Om on the Om, end of it. Yeah. 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 So uh, I guess uh, yeah, there's some synchronicity there in the way <laughs> yeah. we were named.
1: Yeah. And yeah. Ultimately, like. Mean, g- yeah. All all names have to be have have a meaning, isn't it? Yeah, and you do know. you
0: think uh, these names, the meaning of them comes true, maybe?
1: Um, in some way, I think so, right? It's, it, in Balinese, it's called like, if you carry a name, it's based on, uh, it, and the name is based on your personality or like what, what you want to become. Mm. It kind of like ref, ref, reflects each other, you know, like, hey, your name is this. And then your, your mind is like, oh, this is what I have to be. Mm. you know like it's it's you know yeah you know What i mean like okay if you know name is um i don't know destroyer it's like Fuck, i'm gonna destroy people you know like kind of like
0: yeah uh, it, yeah uh, it, it yeah i look at me. uh donald trump and he's just always trying trump. to trump people man yeah. just always trying to be the top dog
1: and the biggest mouth so man. i mean that's <laughs> our parent <laughs> well that's our you know our parent want us to do and it's like yeah. Yeah I, man. Think, I think it did yeah.
0: Tell us a bit about your parents like um and where you grew up like what did your parents do for work and to make money and provide for you? Guys? Um
1: yeah my parents basically from here from Ulus like Puchatu area um my mom like she's a, a manku, and my dad too actually and then my mom just selling like ceremony stuff like Bantan, we call it you know every ceremony it's pretty good. I like to take over the business when I'm get older. Yeah.
0: Cool. <laughs> yeah. And Manku, are uh, just for our Australian listeners and American listeners
1: is priest, basically. Priest, yeah. Because yeah. we have like um it just we have a a few type of priests, you know, like so there's like a lower like stuff like yeah. So which is like first rank. And I now middle y- rank, yeah.
0: Yeah. And now you are you know, you are the reincarnation obviously of, of mm-hmm. your parents and this bloodline. Yeah. So you are in line yourself to become a priest?
1: Um, I think so. Yeah. I mean, um, when, when we born, they ask like a priest or Juju, like, Oh, who is his reincarnation from like, blah, blah, blah. What he's like, what you call it. Um, we call it Garestangan. Right. What's that? Uh Future or, future, or yeah, yeah, future. What is future? It's like oh, they, they, tell, they tell me I'm gonna be a priest, which is you know that's my my ancestor and my bloodline. So in the future, when I'm get older, so I'm I've, I, that's why I want to continue my mom business and then be, become a priest. Mm. So win, win double. Yeah, <laughs> and then you know just a, a nice karma to, you know like helping people and and guidance mm. and, uh, the the people. It's really interesting.
0: I mean, it's so cosmic that two of the the greatest, or in my opinion, the greatest Balinese Man. surfers of all time uh, you know, one of them is sitting in front of me. Oh, you. thank you, and I mean, uh, wannabe yeah. <laughs> yourself and uh, Man. uh, Kasim, also Manku Kasim, you know, uh, both yeah, both priests or both in yeah. line to become priests, yeah. both holy men, yeah, but also two of the most high-profile and and talented surfers uh, from the area and also both
1: from the Bukit Peninsula. It's
0: pretty trippy, man.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, Madek actually, yeah, I I, I look look up to Madek Asim a lot. You know, he's a, a role model. I mean, he's a successful businessman. And then now he's just left kind of like this business and then become a priest. That's, I think... It's a good, um, um, example, you know, cause now it's actually like, you know, I think everywhere in the world, I, I kind of like, you know, just kind of watch people. Like you want to be a, pri- like uh, some people, not a lot, you know, some people do want to be a priest just because of a social, um, what you call it? Social status. Status. Mm. You know, um, I mean, it's a lot here, you know, like people want to be called manku or jero. And then I don't want to be like that cause, um. Actually, um, I told my mom, like, hey, look, I'm, I'll do it when I'm a bit older, you know. I'm doing with the, the head cover and stuff, wearing all white. Mm. And then I'm still quite young and I just want to, you know, make my business bigger and um, go party once in a while mm. and then, you know, having fun. Living in balance, yeah. and then um, Yeah, and then after that, then, and then we, so we know the bad thing and then we know how to guidance people through the worst yes mate yeah. that is such yeah. an important point because
0: yeah. uh i had kobe on the podcast uh a, a few days ago and this is something we're talking about a lot like you know he made some mistakes growing yeah. up but also from a very difficult home and yeah. i grew up actually quite similar yeah I? and all of the bad things that we experienced yeah and but we we were able to survive it and now we're in a position to speak to people yeah like us yeah. whereas yeah. if you didn't go through those things you don't know you don't know and you cannot talk to the people going through True. those things because they don't listen True. to people who haven't experienced something yeah. similar. So it, it's like the more darkness that you go through. Um, and then once you step into the light, you're able to, to reach deeper into the darkness. I mean, like
1: no offense to like, I, I come up, I have a chat with this random guy. He says like, Oh, I, what you do? Like a life coach was like, Oh, how old are you? I'm 19. I was like, shit you barely know the world. How come you become a whole life coach? You know what I mean? It's, it's like that. You, you want to learn some someone that from experience mm. and then like through that, that, that's like, you know, like Kobe and stuff. You know, we've been, us, we've been through so many like, you know, experience that mm. we can, you know, I'm not going to tell someone that I don't know. Mm. No, that's such so, a good point.
0: Yeah. You, you cannot... Unless you're, uh, you know, the Dalai Lama and you've been training since you were seven years yeah. old and meditating in caves, yeah. it's unlikely that by 19 you're going to have a whole
1: lot of <laughs> <laughs> You know? Yeah. Like, I mean... What are, what are some
0: of the roles that uh, you are asked to fulfill in your community being in the
1: position that you're in? Being a leader. Mm. That's for sure. A spiritual leader and a social leader. That's for sure. It's like a role model. Mm. And then... Um, yeah, you know, like doing good karma, mm, mm. like do, do good stuff, yeah.
0: And what's the practical application, like day-to-day? Like I, I think I spoke to you once and uh, you were involved in like project clean, or yeah. stuff like this, like cleaning up the trash, yeah. creating some sewage uh, networks, stuff like this. Yeah, I do
1: a lot of stuff like that. Uh, and then now because cause we work with the government, you know, cause, and then we creating a system actually like a waste system in Bukit and then which is now is running well. So I kind of like, okay, it's running now, but some places it during the Corona, we don't have any problem. Mm. And then now I went back yesterday or two days ago to Ulus and then it start to get that smell again, you know, Mm. like that's something we need to work at again.
0: So many people here right now. Yeah, It's it's, it's
1: crazy. You know, like after two years of, um, silence basically you know there's no um and then yeah three days ago it's like you know it's getting back that smell again that mm. we need to do something man it's sense.
0: unsurprising like to, to think that infrastructure can cope with the level of people yeah, coming yeah it's it's, it's 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 fast it's it's massive yeah, it's really massive. Yeah. I, like I spoke to Rizal once and he said, uh, you know, like nowhere changes like Bali, like only Las Vegas yeah. changes like Bali. Yeah. Like the, just,
1: the rate of like how the, the place changes is massive.
0: And you're just about to, to have a child, man. Like, um, you know, how are you feeling about the future of your island now that you're about to bring a life into it?
1: Um, I mean... Damn, you know, that's a, 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 a tough question, actually, you know. Actually, me and, and my wife thinking it was like, shit, we're going to bring uh, a, a human to um, a dying world. <laughs> but then, like, you know, like maybe that if she had, she have a good guidance that she will make changes mm-hmm. in this part of the island. And then she'd be, um, you know, doing a good stuff. Like, why not? Mm. and then that's um, my part too now that you know just uh, uh, give or provide uh, a better place for her mm. Mm. so a, a better future um, it's tough I mean when I think like when it's easier when you have power to do that and then uh, to make changes like that when you have a, a bigger power it's easier and then i um, uh, Hopefully, I I can work on that and then, you know, make changes.
0: Mm, yeah, that's, it's interesting. You know, it's tough. I guess power comes in the form of having resources. Yeah, and uh, usually financial resources. Yeah, that's
1: that's one
0: sad sad fact of the way the system works. Like you're, you know, in capitalism, which is yeah. what we all live under, really. Yeah. Every dollar is a vote, you know. Yeah, so the more dollars you have, the more votes you have, which is a bit unfair, but yeah, the way it is, yeah. But uh, man, I often think, you know, I don't have any children, but if I was to bring a child into this world, uh, the only way to survive it would be actually, ironically, to hark back to these, um, you know, a a lot of Hindu mechanisms like Mm. yoga, meditation, the ability to be, yeah. Okay with change. Yeah, deal with that's change. that's
1: that's actually the 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 um, the number one um, uh, what you call it term, oh, like the, the tool or the, the tools. Lesson, you know, just just being it's, it's to 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 just accept what's happening. You know, like mm. and then it's hard. I mean, you want to, to want something that. Mm, never gonna like you don't want to something change but then in the other side there's a other factor n- needed to be have to have the change
0: mm.
1: you know saying like okay you have a business but you need people to be able to f- support your business to make more money mm-hmm. then it's 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 going on a now like a number eight yeah, you figure know, eight. right. Yeah, v- infinity. <laughs> you yeah. go like it goes what, what was it? What go around back around? Yeah, exactly. Something like what that. Goes yeah. around, uh, comes around. Comes around.
0: Yeah.
1: So um, just try to balance that. I think it's mm. the most important. And then, and some people just they just not accept changes, and then they make them like more stress.
0: Exactly. Well, yeah.
1: It's that's yeah.
0: The, the the definition of stress is the difference between how yeah. things are and how you want them to be. be. Yeah. And that gap is, is it's, stress.
1: It's it's just, it's really close. Yeah. You know, um, actually like I, because I'm doing that a lot of like project clean and stuff like that, like try to help the um, environment and stuff. At one point, I get that, you know, uh, thinking too, like being stressful, like ah, why this is not changed. And then, shit, I just maybe just have to be just get it in flow and start slowly because we human nature is just like we want it mm. everything is be fast
0: man i've been coming here since i was 17 so that's 18 years and yeah i don't think there's been anywhere that's taught me more about life and the universe than this island yeah and i often the older i get the more i'm thinking about like karma, the concept of karma is so profound and, and so true. You yeah. Know, it, it's so real. Uh, and, and I often think like, oh man, like, but what about Bali? Like, what did it do to deserve this? You know, it's mm. like all of these people coming to Bali from all over the world, yeah. all trying to make money off the island, you know, these crazy tourism projects, putting pressure on the island, yeah. more and more people, more and more environmental mm. problems. But then I realized I'm like, every person that comes here leaves here having learned something. Mm. And every time you come here, you learn something new, your understanding of mm. karma deepens and deepens and deepens. And, and you cannot, you cannot not be affected by this Island because everybody around you
1: yeah. has
0: bought into this belief system. And it's f- probably the the best belief system I know for understanding why things happen the way they are. So, Bali, this tiny little island in mm. the world is having this effect that is like about 1000 1 million times the yeah. like the size of its actual physical size. It's having this huge Pressers. spiritual effect on everybody that comes here and uh yeah, that's crazy, man. That, that that's like something to be ooh, it's just a, a helpful way to understand the role of this island in the the grand scheme of things. Yeah.
1: It's Uh, like a a pebble,
0: uh, like a pebble dropped into a pond, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: (laughs) It's, 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 it does, I think I agree with you in some point, but I don't really, because we've seen a lot of uh, development that really ruined the island. Mm. It's sad. Mm. Um, It just, you know, money, money first, I guess. Everything just ruined everything. Mm. Um, mm. but, um, it's actually like, you know, like a, a lot of my friends, I mean, um, that really kind of like, they really enjoy it here. Um, that really like spending time, not just come here to spend their money and then building, making more money and then they left, you know, um, the people that really, um, come here, live here, um, making money here, but they live here. They actually, uh, affect the, the, the way they live and then hopefully, um, bringing a better, um, a sustainable um, living.
0: Mm. It's crazy. When you step off the plane from Australia, like the cultural shock is is quite uh, extreme in Mm. in a good way. Yeah. Because like in Australia and America uh, and a lot of Europe, you know, we lost contact with the spirit world decades ago. Yeah. You know, the only spirit or God that we worship in Mm. these countries is money. Yeah. Yeah. And it's making people and the environment very sick. Yeah. But then you step off the plane here and within minutes, like even going through the customs and stuff, uh, you, know, you notice that to a person, everybody makes an effort to be kind, yeah. to smile. Yeah. Like this seems like a small gesture, but it's actually like everyone is bought into this idea of karma. So you, you, you give good karma, and mm. it's like it, it creates a chain reaction and as an entire society it creates a force of yeah energy of positive energy
1: yeah i think that's that's our it's a, a selling point for us you know like because we as a balinese it's a famous for we just our kindness you know like we are welcoming everyone here i think that's that, that's People people like that, but sometimes people take advantage of that but um if we still you know have that that mentality or um, the kindness and the culture um I think we still have a long way to go mm-hmm. you know because um, the 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 what you call it the community and the people is actually the shape you know around. A hundred percent. Yeah. And if like, let's say just like Lombok, you know, like if you go to Lombok, it's it's still Indo, but it's kind of like have a different kind of vibe. Or so, go, dude, it's so know, different. Or, or some the island. So mm. I think that's uh, the plus point of, of, of in, in Bali.
0: It's like chalk and cheese. I mean, that's a, yeah. an Australian, I guess, term or English term, but... Uh, Lombok to Bali the again the culture shock is so extreme and even yeah. the way the buildings look and the, the way the, the they have cultivated their lifestyle yeah. is so different yeah. Um, but yeah I don't want to get too far into that mm. but um, I mean what are the how do you feel about your island like you know kind of balancing the spirit world with the money
1: world like do you think Bali's doing a good job at at S- this so far, I think it's good, you know. I mean, it's just like a few places that it kind of, but we, the good thing in Bali, we have the, uh, what's it called? Uh, the Banjar. Oh, it's about, yeah. The yeah. Um, mm. They have their own rule. Mm-hmm. So every village has their own rule. Uh, if that uh, strong, I think it's, you know, it, it, it still has a the, the good foundation, so it's, it's better. Mm. Um, um. yeah
0: yeah the Banjar is uh, mm. it's like a, a spiritual council right? yeah
1: a spiritual council and um, what you call it a traditional uh, what you call it living yeah it, like community ca- The community, community yeah. Yeah.
0: leaders traditional yeah, community theris, leaders yeah. I love the idea of this this is one of the most uh, profound ideas that's come out of Bali I think is yeah. this idea that in every community here, there are spiritual leaders yeah. who uh, make sure that the, the society or the community yeah. is in balance between rich and poor, but mm. also uh, money and spirit world. Yeah. And the best thing about it is the banjar are very easy to communicate with. Like, mm. you know, you go to get a coconut in the morning and yeah. your banjar guy, like one of them, is there next to yeah. you in the queue. So if something's yeah. not going right, you yeah. can tell him straight away. Yeah. But in Australia, we have like a version of the banjar. It's called like, like the, the local council, right? Yeah. they like local politicians. Man, you cannot get fucking near those people. <laughs> like, in, like rich cars and expensive houses. Yeah. And like if there's yeah. a problem, good luck like letting them know, you yeah. know. So we have this big gap. But in Balinese culture, it's very accountable, man. Very mm. like direct, accountable, like, you know, if shit's going wrong. Yeah. Then the Banjar's is going to know about are, it real quick. And they're yeah. going to have to act.
1: Yeah, it's cool. It's um, it's a uh, they have their own. The the good thing they have, a a, a, a good law and then a strong, um, law. So we actually um, kind of like manage the this the community mm. in that banjar really really close. If something happened, the the banjar quick. If you're throwing a party until one o'clock or two o'clock, like the banjar will come up to your house and knock. It's you know like stuff like that. Mm. Unless like you know making notice, um or like if neighbor have, you know, like someone died, the Banyar will help, and you know, or, it's keeping the, the, the culture and the society really close and it's spiritual. You know, every ceremony the Banyar will help. You know, like it bring everyone together. I think I think um, so. The way of Balinese is still living. Mm, yeah, it's the, so the, strong. The, the, the way the Balinese, li- the way Balinese living. Is it right? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh,
1: if it's if it if that doesn't exist, I don't think it will be the same.
0: No, no, yeah. they are so integral to yeah. the in- incredible ability to balance the spirit world and the money world. Like yeah. in, in other cultures in the West, like the money world just fucking consumes the spirit world, just eats yeah. it up, gobbles it up.
1: It's like you know, like you, you're going work every day, every time, and then. Like once a month, you have to do a banjar work, which is like, oh, fuck! I need to do that, otherwise, you know, not no one gonna be happy or no one gonna help me if I have something ceremony. So it kind of like balance it out, you know. Ah, oh, that's cool. I didn't even know though that. you are, even though you're a high politician, you have to go back to the banjar. That's so. so right. that's like, okay, hey, dude, like let's fix this, you know. So amazing. So it's it's easier. You don't have to call me. Hey, what when this? You have to make appointment. So that's 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 a good aspect too.
0: that's so rad man uh yeah i saw I watch from home because i work as a journalist all over like asia and australia yeah. and um yeah. I, I follow indonesian and, and balinese politics a lot e- yeah. ever since like you know uh, my, even my mother like when i was just a little kid like because we're so close to mm. indonesia i guess like um you know i i can't even remember being like my earliest memory is of going to uh, some protests in Australia about uh, East Timor. There was a massacre in in Dili. And uh, this was like in the Sahado era. And uh, a lot of people in Australia are super angry about that, Mm. you know, protesting, thousands of people protesting in Sahado. And and then Sahado falls. And then uh, I guess like I've always paid attention to Indonesia because it's like uh, people still have a lot of heart here and like man like people are so have so much courage in standing up to mm. these like bad people um like i i've had the pleasure of interviewing uh, a number of the musicians like uh, you know robbie from the yeah, killer yeah. Jerinx from superman yeah. is dead and uh denny and you know like learning about bands like marginal like yeah. this this incredible punk scene mm. in, where you know these guys are like punk but they're also hindu or muslim and very mm. spiritual people mm. and they really care about their country and their island and they, yeah. they're willing to risk being killed man like it's so ballsy you know like jerry's is man that guy is yeah. uh fuck like he, they've he, tried to kill him pretty much mm. like throw acid in his face and yeah. like Navicula, like going to protest the palm oil and the plantations and the mm. orangutans and and then. Seeing jerinx as well and the, the Tolak reclamacy uh, yeah. thing,
1: in, f- in watching
0: that from Australia. Can you explain a bit about um, what Tolak reclamacy was? Was because that was a fucking a in, cool thing to say.
1: Yeah, the, the Tolak reclamacy is a movement to against. Um, uh, they try to reclamate the th- Benoa, mm. the 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 bay, which is a lot of mangrove uh, for there. And then um, where's the toll road now? They try to make a, a f- and was that artificial land right fill it, S- fill it in fill it in fill in fill, fill, of, yeah, Ban- yeah. English, yeah, and then um, just making another resort and stuff which is we can't access if you don't have money mm-hmm. so that's uh, and the it's it, too much pressure too like what we, we the Balinese scared of like because you know how the traffic even now not on a high season you know like it's it crazy and then like the amount of people uh, they can stay here uh with just too much, and then now you 're gonna make another artificial island making another project which is gonna bring more people so it's what it's gonna be Mm. you know just too much that's why it's good that we the the local fight for it hopefully it doesn't happen mm. but um it's hard,
0: man. I'll tell you, the scale of the protest was crazy. Yeah, it was
1: big. It was big, like Fuck. four or five years. For yeah, like been going on like four or five years. How
0: many people? It looked like there was like tens of thousands. Yeah, of people. it's
1: a lot of lot of people in Bali.
0: Thousand, like yeah. the photos was just like as far as you could see people. Everyone in traditional like yeah. white uh, yeah, Hindu dress, hindu dress
1: and, um, dress, Um, that's a lot. It's it's good, you know, but um, you never know when the higher rank people want to do something, mm. you know, they get the power. But then if if the, the the community stays strong, I think we can at least if we're not stopping it, at least we like slow it down until like, you know.
0: Yeah. I mean like the ability to get that many people together. Yeah. Like it's huge. Can, the government, the developers, they can't proceed, you mm. know, as long as there is that communication between the yeah. banjars and all the communities yeah. and they have the ability to get that amount of people on the streets, mm. like you will yeah. always have a, a, a some bargaining chips at the table. Yeah. You'll have some yeah. power to power, push back. Yeah.
1: But um, yeah, just, just, just good to see when the banjar, most of the banjar in Bali actually like on the street that day, and especially until now. Yeah, like we still have that spirit. Man, the spirit was strong.
0: Again, like, uh, it's just more evidence of the impact of this little island on Mm. the global culture. It's cool, man. And what about surfing? Like,. You know, you talk about being a community leader and I guess it must help that, you know, you're a very talented surfer and a senior surfer now getting older. Mm. um, That must enable you to have even more influence on the youth.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it it does, I think. Um, um, Especially, yeah, now I just have to uh, keep on track on that, doing that, you know, like just being... Being a, a good role model and uh, give the, the kids guidance. Mm. I think uh, you do a really
0: good job of that, man. I, I remember surfing Padang one day, uh, it was like pretty pumping. And I watched, uh, you know, you, you, I think from memory, like you had spent the morning doing your typical ritual, yeah, like praying yeah. and doing some like uh, community work. And then, you know, you, you paddle out. And uh, I just, I mean, I, I never forget, I've never seen this before, like, you know, super crowded lineup you know you're smiling and the entire crowd like just went whoosh,
1: like parted like, like this <laughs> or maybe big... I just yelled to them like hey, don't, stay, don't stay near me <laughs> uh, no it was, it,
0: was not, it was nothing like that yeah. it was like the respect you didn't have to say a word yeah. the respect was everyone knew who you were and there was because of the way you carry yourself like the respect was so big and everyone moved and then like, you sat for a bit and then a set came and I remember you saying thank you. You thanked, like, I don't know who you were thanking, but you thanked, You said thank you as you paddled into this thing and just got fucking blown yeah. out of, like, an eight-foot thing. And I feel like you almost went straight in with dry hair. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. No, I mean, Super yeah, I've been
1: doing, uh, uh, you know, like, I always try to be positive in the water, you know, just try to smile at each other, you know, talk or, or just... Being a good five, you know. Like especially Padang, it'd be like hundred or two hundred people in the lineup. I mean, it's no I mean I last last swell I was there for a while, but then like most of the like, you know, the past few years I just go out to catch one, two, three, I go in. Mm. And then just you know, one wave will make you happy or like ah, done that and then go in. Yeah. You know, and then um just it's a lot of hassling, you know. I don't want to get that into that vibe. This, just not making my, my surf session not enjoyable. Mm. So, every surf, I just want to be enjoy. And then that's what I, I tell the, the kids or the, the, the new, you know, reaper. Just, you know, just have fun out there, you know. Like, you will get your wave. You don't have to, you know, be aggro about it.
0: And 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 not be greedy about it. I think that that seems to be the problem. That like it's never enough. Yeah, and seems to be the that's when all the the trouble starts. Like, yeah, if you if you want to catch three waves, yeah, like that is enough. Yeah, and you can be really happy, Mm. go in, be happy, and you can keep the peace in the lineup. But when you don't have a a goal or a limit,
1: yeah, it just shit just goes a bit haywire. Oh, just to the roof. Uh, yeah, I mean, right. as a human, I sometimes I do that too. You know, like yeah, I mean, you have a bad, bad session, but um, toward the end, I was like, "Shit, what I'm doing here?" I just, I just go in, mm. have my coffee or tea, just hang out. <laughs> 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 you know, you don't just, you don't want to stuck in there. Mm. That's the problem. Sometimes people just like want to be stuck in there, mm. or you know, like some sessions, like, damn, this is not right, and then just, just go in and reach, re, re. Was a recharge, refresh, and then go back, try another spot.
0: One of the things I've noticed in my time here is, uh, particularly on this trip, is that the, the happiest people in the lineup are mm. the locals, which mm. is usually not the case. Like when you travel all around the world, yeah. in Australia in particular, the locals always are like, you know, localism, right? They're, they're trying to lock their spot down and yeah. they're kind of angry at the outsiders and they're super greedy. They yeah. want too many waves. But here it's almost the opposite of that where like the angriest people are like often traveling surfers who are like super stressed and trying to catch too many waves. And I guess maybe they they think they've spent all this money to get here. Mm. So they have to justify that by catching X amount of waves. And yeah, it's one of the only places I can think of where the local kids are happier than
1: the traveling kids. Yeah. I think, um, sometimes it's, they get angry, but then, you know, like what causing them angry. Mm. You know, you have to find the the, the problem, because um, we got a lot of people coming in. Like we always want, you know, just at basic. Um, we always like to smile, and and you know, if people just say hi to us, and then they will, they will say hi back to you. You know, if some people visit, just just gone, they don't know how 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 it work. You know, like they just go out like try to be deepest, and they not say hi to the bo- like the locals or. That's when things get wrong. Mm. You know, that's what, 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 when I travel, I use always to like try, you know, just maybe sit in a lineup for one or two hours and then say hi to the locals. Just make my way out, mm. up. And like the next day, I'll be like, hey, I saw you yesterday. Take this one. You get that? Mm. I, I think that's, that's the most uh, uh, tools, I, <laughs> you know, <laughs> trick I do. And then some people like, they, they travel, they don't understand about that. They're just like, oh, this is pumping wave. Jump straight and then just like uh, bringing that not not good vibe and then just pissing off the, the locals. So, I mean, they. it's not always going to be a good vibe, but then if you're doing the right way, I think you're on a good track. Mm, mm. yeah
0: yeah it's really interesting to see bali as well like you know go through different phases of how to care for your local spots like you know in the beginning like super pure like happy you know like morning of the earth 1970s like nobody around now 100
1: people turn out (laughs) yeah
0: and then i guess to the 80s 90s then there was like the influence of like uh the dahui and like there was even a black shorts here in in bali but Ultimately, like, that wasn't a very good fit for Balinese mm. culture. Maybe it works in Hawaii, but it, it yeah. didn't seem to last long here. Mm. Why was that, do
1: you think? I think it's like like that, like um, the infinity, you know. Mm. We, need, we still need people to come in to make, to, to make, to, to, that's our, like, tourism, mm. you know. So if we do that. People going to run away. Mm-hmm. So there's what for? We can serve here at like what? 365 days a year, is mm-hmm. it? Right? Probably mm-hmm. around 300. And then so yeah. we have to know to like, okay, like we serve one hour and then it's now the business. And then like some bad one that we need to tell what to do. And then the, the good one, you know, like being good, you know. A good karma mm. if you see the bad one and then you get bad one yeah
0: and man talk to us about the i mean fire you've won two rip curl cups at padang yeah uh this is i think unprecedented or definitely unprecedented for yeah. a balinese or indonesian surfer and uh i mean when was the first one like 13. 2013 2013 2013 yeah man talk to us about this event because you know the waves are cooking. You're this local kid from this little village yeah. and you're surfing against
1: like Bruce Irons and like oh, Damien Like It's uh, you know, dream come true, especially I, I grew up here and winning it. Um, and especially Padang, you know, it's like pipeline. Yeah. You know, it's like the ultimate uh, Bali wave. The
0: Balinese pipeline, they call yeah. it, uh, uh, it's so good. They had to name it twice, right? Yeah, Padang Padang. Padang. Padang.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you have to remember that. Yeah. Um, you know, like every cause, Padang only breaks twice or three, four times a year. You know, it's, a, it's such a um, epic wave, and then every swell guarantee cover in magazine before or a video, mm-hmm. and then um, and it's like a good uh, feel too. Like, cause they do it. I think two thousand. The first one two thousand four two thousand three only like it's kind of like a local competition mm-hmm. and then they change the format after a few years and then they kind of like only invite a like you know like a few good names and then they kind of start like bringing like more attention to to the contest and then it's it's a fun it's an epic con like every everyone like to get battles so yeah.
0: And he, so it went from being a uh, local comp and then it was the CT for one year?
1: Yeah, that was 2000. What was it 2010? No.
0: Something like that, yeah. 2009 Kelly or Kelly 2000, did the Switch Foot. Show, yeah, and, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Who won that? Bruce. Bruce, Bruce? Bruce uh, I Bruce? think.
0: Yeah. Yeah, what are your memories of uh, the CT here, man? That must was have been crazy.
1: Epic, epic, yeah. Seeing that um, the, a lot of a top level guys surfing. Padang, just mind-blowing you know Mm. and then um, this they had it at Padang one or two days and then they they moved to Ulus Mm -hmm. it was sick it was a like like 12 years ago Mm. yeah man not good to see that switch tube
0: Slater's switch tube is still like (laughs) one of the craziest things I've ever seen Mm. it was like uh, he gets bowed at the start comes out and then the second second tube the end ball so crazy but back to you, uh, you winning the event, man. Like, what are your memories of that day? Cause uh, you know, um, I like, talk us through the event from like the morning you woke up till the, the end of it, you know?
1: Yeah, I've been surfing like that for like a long time. It's, it's, it's a dream, you know, to want such a prestigious event, like um, winning pro juniors before and other comp, it doesn't, it's not the same feeling. And so to win that in 2013, actually the, la- the, the, the earlier year, I think third or fourth. And then I was in a few final a few times. Uh, second on the l- 2012, Chris Ward um, took the win last second. So I was devastated. Um, and then the next year I just, you know, like won it. And now uh, what- I feel epic.
0: Yeah, it was like yeah. a 19 out of 20 or something in the final, right? Yeah. Like fucking almost the
1: perfect, yeah, perfect numbers. Yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was epic.
0: And the, the winning wave came on the on the buzzer, like yeah. right at the end? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Do you feel like... Uh, can you talk us through I know that when you go surfing, you have like um, a
1: kind of ritual, like where
0: like you pray before you go surfing.
1: Yeah. and It's a, we, like back again, we... The way of Balinese, we we appreciate and we we praise everything that in this universe, um, you know, like ocean is the most sacred, one of the most sacred uh, place to be. You know, you don't wanna. Uh, it can be a evil. It can be a, a angel. Mm. Um, so every time we go surf, I mean I surf, we always you know pray to be, to be guidance and 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 just to to have a um, good fun and, you know, respect them, respect the, 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 the ocean. Mm. And then, yeah, through that, that, that event, I just like, you know, if I win, it's, they choose, the, the ocean chose me to get the best wave and then the, the best wave will come. So you just have to be, if they don't and then you're not going to get it.
0: And like, do you think the ocean, the gods rewarded your persistence because you come so close so I, many times? Yeah,
1: I th- I think so. Um, you know, because um, Padang Padang too is a, a sacred uh, place. We do ceremony often. We do like a lot of ceremony there, and just what you call it? Yeah. I think that day, just the the ocean, the, the ocean god actually choose choose me. Yeah, I mean if you <laughs> but get, then sometimes too they don't they don't like okay this is not that time. Yeah, you like get this year thrown on the reef, Straight <laughs> <laughs> to a hospital. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a secret. Of course, it's like a big, huge power. Yeah,
0: and who are the guys that like mentored you like in surfing? You know, who are the guys, the local guys who helped you and. Um,
1: My uncle, yeah, actually my uncle teach me how to surf and then just teach me how to be in the water, actually. Um, And then my brother too, we surf together. And then I think he's really influenced me in the water. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: And what about like uh, in terms of like the big names? Who are the the big surfers who are older than you? Like I guess Rizal is the biggest. Yeah. Yeah. but who else like and who did who did you like in in terms of performance like maybe not they're not even from Indonesia maybe yeah fr- from um, anime, but who did you like model yourself? balinese
1: I I I, I look up to Madi Switra mm-hmm. and Wayan Gantiyasa and then uh, Madelana um, Made Lana, Madelana man.
0: wow what one yeah. of the most stylish he, surfers oh, yeah
1: in history he actually um after my uncle Richie and then he 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 took me in under his wing. He kind of like helped me a lot too when I was a Grom. Like uh, my uncle, my brother, and my uncle uh, Rich, uh, Madelana. He really helped me through my my, my Grom days. Mm. And my mom too, especially. <laughs> but to um, s- yeah, Madelana is like kind of like uh, teach me how to surf Ulus and, and, and just surfing big waves. Mm. yeah. Mm.
0: I mean man Race Tracks is a hard wave to surf yeah. backside and he yeah. makes it look easy. He's turned that wave into an art form backside.
1: Oh. It's crazy. 1 foot to 15 foot is still surf the same. You know, it's just so amazing. Just I don't think no one can really beat his style like, you know, to comparison maybe a few but to to watch Madelana, you know, just Let's go out there and just tread. Just such uh, an underrated, like, it's epic. I,
0: yeah, I get the tingles on my uh, body, like, when I think about him surfing because it's like the the ultimate story of the, the local underground. Yeah. Ride. Like, his uh, you know, his speed and positioning uh, and the flow, like, yeah, I have never seen anyone surf it like him, and mm. it's his local spot, and, you yeah. know, unless you've been coming here a lot, a, a lot, you wouldn't even know who he is. Yeah. But he yeah. surfs it better than any professional surfer mm. that I've seen out there really. So, oh, so sick, man. Uh, can you tell us a bit about Lana, Like his story, you know, I don't know anything about him, uh, like apart from just watching him surf over the years.
1: Um, well, he's just such a legend. I've just put it that way. You mm. know, he's, he, he's from Ulus. He grew up here. And then, um, he just basically at the beach the whole time because mm. he had that, that uh, beach bar, right? Uh, the edge. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you go to Ulus at sunset, he, for sure he's going to be there with his beard on his hand. <laughs> and then he, if the wave pumping, he'd be paddle, surf one hour, catch a few waves and then go back. That's, I think that's what I learned too in surfing too, like, like, look up to Madelana, such a good five, you know, like always smiling in the mm. water. And then he will catch two good wave and then go, you know, it's like, where's he going? <laughs> you know, like, all oh, right, cool. So, um, yeah, so it's such a legend. Oh, that's rad that he set the tone like
0: that. Yeah, yeah and sure. then
1: just don't, don't, just don't mess with him too. He's a, he's quite a, a big Balinese guy. Fully, it's, it's yeah. fully, um, bulky, so you don't want to, yeah. Uh, Piss him off. He's like a <laughs>
0: half like Balinese Buddha, half Balinese Jesus with his <laughs> <right>? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, man, that's so a classy.
0: And what about COVID, man? Like, how did you guys? Uh, how did you guys fare through that? I mean, no tourism, no money coming in.
1: Um, luckily, you know, like I, I mean, Kuta and Seminyak hit pretty hard. Um, luckily here we got the wave. You know, people still kind of like stick around here, even though it's not like, you know, 2019. But at least there's some money going around and then we don't have that strict rule. I mean, we had it for like two months, like at the start. I can't go out, can't go to the beach. And then at the end, you know, like let's just go out and then see what happened. Oh, no, really? What, so what you they, kind of
0: were breaking the law in a sense. Like you didn't know what the... Yeah. You just started surfing one day. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. like,
1: because after that two, three months, and then we, we talked to the, the community leader and then said like, hey, you know, this is could be um, a benefit for us, you know. Why don't we just let everyone surf? And then if it's go bad, if we go bad, if it's not, then we just, you know and then people actually from Changgu move like come here and stay to go to the beach yeah you know so cool. it's actually like it's helping the local um uh, like the massage lady the the one selling sarong that's they really hurt the most you know like mm. stuff like that and then luckily for us 2020 we still have saving but 2021 was like oh damn what's gonna happen Mm. but then um, we still surf the wave were pumping was pumping and then um,
0: yeah and like What's elsewhere it? in the island where they they didn't have the money like what happened like did they like did they go back to the family home and uh, like f- what would people going fishing and growing a food a lot of or, yeah a lot of people like out?
1: especially like People that work in a big hotel, mm. you know, like a lot of them, they go back to their their, their home mm. um, town. Or it's, let's say like from Karangasem, Bangli and stuff like that, they go back and then, because it's too expensive to live here, especially like, you know, if you don't have jobs. Because a, a lot of big hotels close or even like just 50% um, operational, you know. It's interesting. It probably
0: gave the island a,
1: a, a bridge. A, ch- a
0: break, yeah. yeah. A chance to recover. I, I'm, one of the stories I covered here was like a, a water crisis, you know, yeah. like too yeah. many hotels sucking the water out yeah. of the bore and like salt water coming in and fuck, man, like it's scary it, shit. Yeah,
1: it's kind of like give – in a good way, actually, the, during COVID, actually bringing uh, the family together, you know, yeah. kind of like hang out. There's a lot of free time, you know. There's a lot of – school is not, you know – there's no school so like kid kind of hang out with the family so it's good to see and then a lot of kids that go surf you know like with the, the parents. it's a lot of grumps because the the, the coffee mm. and then <clears throat> um, yeah it, it give a break for the island too it's just 2019 and it just you can see now you know like it when everything back to normal just like <laughs> it, back again yeah. so we kind of like miss that because before, like, we're like, oh, let's go to Changu. It's only like a 40-minute drive. Yeah, now, yeah. you're like, ah, no way. Yeah. <laughs> now, I'm not going there, yeah. you know, like. It's, but then, uh, you know, it's always plus minus.
0: Mm. Did you get to travel around Indonesia during the COVID uh, time?
1: 2020, yeah. You must um, have scored
0: some crazy yeah. waves,
1: man. We went, to, we went to desert a few times. We went to Lakei because um, back then we still have a good amount of saving yeah. so it's like oh let's do a trip it's gonna be a cheap <laughs> one you know like yeah. um, I went to I think I went to Telos too at some point I think oh, I think so yeah love that place yeah, yeah. Um, it was it was a fun time and then 2020 I was like shit it's this this is we just torched all our money on such <laughs> trips what and, and just like a lot of like you know like drinking barbecue you know because we kinda like just sat back it's like, oh, this is, you don't have to worry about, mm. you know, businesses. I mean, we worry, but it kinda like, cause everyone is there, you know, like, maybe your my friend work, like, most of them work in a hotel, that's kinda like, they have more time, like, free time, mm. we go surf, we do barbecue after that, and then, um yeah.
0: And did, did people use that time to like catch more fish or, and were you like, instead of money, could you trade like fish for rice or like um, this kind of thing? Like, was there another economic uh, exchange system?
1: The, the way of life, I think, yeah. And um, some, a lot of people that work in the tourism industry or hotel, they go back and they're thinking, it's like, oh, I'm going to start a new business that's not dependent on, on tourism. Mm, I like know, that, if, Even though it's still dependent on tourism, but not so much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of people like, oh, maybe I should making um, a constructor company, you know, or doing sell, selling a ceremony like my mom, like the the banten. you know, it it, 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 it does change a bit.
0: It's like uh, it's cool, man, because it gives you the opportunity to re- reconnect more yeah. with traditional ways. Yeah. And sometimes, man, you, you've become so disconnected from your traditional way of life, you forgot how fucking good it was.
1: Yeah. And you're like, yeah. hold
0: on, like you get this mm-hmm. little taste again of like yeah. what it's like to be able to chill. Yeah. You have less money, but you know, health is wealth at yeah. the end of the day. You have more time to pray and do yoga and yeah. be with your loved ones. And uh, you can reassess, you know, when you go back to working at the mm. hotel, maybe like, you know what? This isn't that good, man. Mm. Like, yeah, I get paid my money, but fuck, I'm working 10 hour days. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. stuck in some fucking stupid room, yeah. some stupid boss. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: that's what's happening. Yeah, that's,
0: yeah, man, that's, that's, that's super interesting. Mm. Um, uh, what was I one other th- question? But it's gone, man. <laughs>
1: dude, that's, uh,
0: yeah, I'll let you go, dude. No Thank worries. you so much for no coming no up here A to chat. have you on with us and yeah. uh, love what you do, love the message that you nice. spread. And uh, hopefully, uh, yeah, we can continue to learn from this culture and continue to kind of reconnect with something deeper yeah. than just fucking money. But well,
1: I'm still, still learning too about this culture. So, uh-huh. yeah, but um, we're just spreading love, good vibes. You know, good karma, that's the most important. Sick man, thanks so much. No worries. You